Welcome into another edition of The Session with Londa and David. My name's David Austin, and sitting across from me, beautiful in a black leather skirt and white t-shirt, my blushing bride, Londa Sherwood Austin. And I gotta tell you, I am thrilled that we had to go take headshots for our upcoming radio show today, because I love this outfit well thank you august uh in south louisiana in leather not a good idea yeah but 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 it's consistent with the brand and our new headshots look like our old headshots which is consistent branding right consistent branding is the key and we recommend that for everybody here at the session with Londa and David. Brought to you each and every week, this business program that is, is brought to you by Sherwood Austin Solutions. With over 40 years of combined sales success, Sherwood Austin Solutions can help diagnose and prescribe solutions for any problems in your business. A lot of business consultants, they just look at the bottom line. They're not looking at HR issues. They're not looking at quality of life for employees. They're just looking at the numbers. Sherwood Austin Solutions takes a holistic approach to help solve the problems in your business. Call Londa today at 509-491-2663 so she can sit down with the people who care most about your company And brainstorm ways to make it more efficient, more financially successful, and an overall better place to be. Whether you have a restaurant and bar, you run sales teams, or you're a salesperson simply looking to up your production, Sherwood Austin Solutions can help you put the right plan for success in place and help you stay accountable. Call today. That's 509-491-2663 for Sherwood Austin Solutions. It's a great time to be in business. Why not be in business with us? That's great. And I got to tell you, people are almost every time shocked at what comes up when we actually go over and look at the whole thing uh, and 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 they come in and say, hey, this is what the problem is. Right. And once I get my eyes on the whole thing, I say, mm-hmm. well, have you ever looked at this? Right. And, and, oh, well, no, I haven't ever looked at that. And let's, you know, and then that ends up being the, the quarter turn that's the, uh, the solution to the whole, the whole thing. Oh, the quarter turn. I love that story. Um, you've told it to me on several occasions. Will you tell it to our listeners right now? Because I love it. What's yeah. the quarter turn? The, so it, it's a story that I often share with people who are struggling with understanding their value in the marketplace. Okay. Um, the value of their services or product or whatever. So, uh, and I, and I may not get all the details right, so don't come after me, but um, <laughs> it's an old story. If you are the author of this story and something is different, don't blame Wanda. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the story goes something like this. The, uh, it's the, you know, day before the Thanksgiving Black Friday issue of the newspapers coming out okay. and, and the printing press goes down. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of money at stake. Bad news bears. Right. They've, this is the thickest, biggest, you know, advertising holiday of the year. Yeah, and the now Black they, Friday edition is not going to yeah. be able to be on people's front doorsteps. Right. 
right after they get done with Thanksgiving dinner. Right. No bueno, right. as they say. And now they and now they can't print it. And they, they try everything they can and mm-hmm. they just are freaking out because they can't afford to lose this revenue, yes. right? Yes. And uh finally they call um a former employee who's now retired mm-hmm. and ask him if he can come in and take a look and see if he can figure out what's going on. Okay. And so he comes in, he looks through everything, goes over everything and and uh, pulls a penny out of his pocket. And he goes over to the, the printing press in this one particular area, and he, he puts it in and turns a screw a quarter turn. Okay. And all of a sudden, everything starts rolling along. Whizzing and whirring, and yep. the papers are flying. You've seen that a million times. Right, right. The the day is saved, and and uh, and they get it out. They get the, the edition out, and everything is fine, and they... He puts a penny back in his pocket. He's leaving and they say, hey, just send us a bill. Okay. Okay, great. So the next day they get a bill for $10,000 and one penny. Mm-hmm. And they're a little surprised, you know, <laughs> at that price tag. And they they say to him, hey, can we get a, a itemized invoice? Because we're just not really sure what this $10,000 is all You're about. You're only there for 15 minutes right. and blah, 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 blah. Right. So he sends them back an itemized invoice. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, one cent for the penny that he used mm-hmm. and $10,000 for knowing which screw to turn. I love it every time. Every mm-hmm. single time I hear that story, I love it. Yeah. Because your unique knowledge, mm-hmm. no matter what your job is, right. your unique knowledge is what sets you apart from every other person. We dramatically undervalue our intellectual property. Yeah, that's exactly right. So that's exactly right. You know, when I was selling radio um, years and years ago, and I'm about to start doing it, too, is kind of my side hustle because I want to sell out our show because we're the owners of Austin's On the Air. Yeah. Our new broadcast uh, operation that we're starting in conjunction with Delta Media Corporation Mm -hmm. on the Talk of Acadiana, News Talk 98.5 FM. (laughs) That starts, by the way, August 22nd. And if you want us to come see your business about advertising on Austin's on the air. Here's the number you can call. It's 509-438-3125. Let me give you that number again cuz that number rings in my pocket. 509-438-3125. If your business uh uh is struggling with marketing, I can help you. And we can put you on Austin's on the air. Good news for Louisiana right away and get you results. So call me, 509-438-3125. And I didn't mean to do this as part of our... Oh, I'm uh, glad you are, though. I think people need to know. But but I think you were getting to... Uh, they can listen on the app. Yep, they can listen on the app. <laughs> the app, if you go into the, the Google Play Store or the Apple Store on your phone, you can download News Talk 98.5. Let me say that again. News Talk 98.5. Put that on your phone and you'll be able to listen to Austin's On The Air on demand at your convenience. We have a lot of listeners internationally Mm -hmm. and they can listen too. They don't need to get up at some weird time to hear us because we're in Louisiana going to be on the air from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. every day. They can listen at their leisure. 
right. and hear the show and see what we're doing and see what we're talking about. And what we're going to be talking about on the show is the same kind of news, talk, sports, weather, and traffic that local radio has been known for, mm-hmm. for the history of yeah. local radio, without a hard edge political bent. Yeah, you know, I can't. talk no, radio has gotten very polarizing over the years. You're either an NPR listener and they talk like this at NPR and they're doing their thing or you're a conservative <laughs> news talk listener and if you're into talk there's really no other options. Yeah, there's starting to be. There's podcasts which mm-hmm. we do a podcast. Over the air though, there's not a ton of Right. Old school morning good news radio news magazine shows. Right, it's with- kind of moving toward YouTube and and that kind of thing. And we're and and we want to because so many people listen. Right. we, we want to bring it back to something that's not so polarizing. That's There's exactly enough right. in the world that is dividing us. Can we just? have something that brings us together so somebody the other day was asking me david what's austin's on the air looking for in a listener and my answer was ears <laughs> i'm looking for someone who can hear the show i'm not looking for someone with a specific political bent right. i'm not looking for a listener who's got uh, a specific religious attitude no. i'm not looking for a listener who uh, only cares about this or that i'm looking to steal listeners from every radio station <laughs> in lafayette louisiana and whatever other markets we end up in yeah i'm looking to get people to call our show and talk about news they care about. Right. And good news. The best story I saw last week, by the way, was a story that involved kids that were battling it out to get a spot in the Little League World Series. I think it was an Oklahoma team and a West Texas team, and they were playing to try to go, and the West Texas pitcher threw a fastball and beamed a kid right in the temple. Yeah. That kid hit the deck, you know, got up ultimately and walked to first base. Well, here's why it was such good news to me. The kid who was pitcher was so shaken up by doing that. He was shook. Standing there crying. And (laughs) who knows if he could have finished the game in that condition. And the kid who got hit in the head saw that, walked across the field, stepped off first base, walked straight to the pitcher's mound and gave that kid a hug. Mm -hmm. That is sportsmanship that I haven't seen in years yeah if it was a professional baseball game and a guy got beamed in the head the other team would leave the dugout to fight i was so proud of those kids when i saw that clip on the national news yeah that that's the kind of stories we want to talk about in addition to what's happening in the world right i want people to be informed and when they do turn turn it off and go on with whatever else they're doing Mm -hmm. i want them to feel good about what they heard right well it's you know it's to me and this is my goal and i don't know if i've shared this with anybody but you've said to me that i'm one of the most positive people you know Mm -hmm. and some people who don't know me think it's an act it's really even people who do know you sometimes think it's just something you put on when you're around other people i can promise you it's not (laughs) well it's important to me um to help make the world a better place. Right. And when we moved back to Louisiana, one of my longtime friends who's a professor at a university in the Northeast said, David, I'm so glad you're home, but 
I had to leave because of the political climate in Louisiana, and I it, it wasn't friendly to women, and I had to leave. And you know mm. what? That needs to change. And I hope I can be a part of helping affect that change. I know for sure you will because you are not messing around. No. I mean, if you're in a community, help make it better. That's my philosophy. That's right. You know? That's exactly right. That's the job, I think, of a morning news show on the radio. If you're a morning radio show, you should be about lifting people up so when they go through their day, they're informed and excited. And that's what we're going to do on News Talk 98.5 FM, the talk of Acadiana. Yeah. Okay, that's the whole talk that I want to do about that program. I want to talk a little bit about what happened last week with the uh, uh, inflation numbers coming out. The CPI came out, the Consumer Price Index, and month over month, it was flat. And what that means is it didn't grow and it didn't shrink, right? It stayed flat, between June and July, month over month. The President of the United States went out and said, no inflation! Well, yes inflation, just no month over month inflation. Right. I I heard someone say it like this. Um, No criminal that is incarcerated committed any new crimes this month. Right. (laughs) Yep, that's a a good thing. In reality, though, um, inflation went down from the month or from the year before to this year. So it went from 9.1 last month down to 8.5 this month, year over year, not month by month, but year over year. Mm -hmm. And really what that says to me is, uh, June is a little more expensive than July because gas goes up in June right. because yeah. people are driving. Travel, here's the thing. Holiday. Here's the thing that moved the needle the most in the CPI. It was the cost of gasoline going down. Now, before you get all excited about the cost of gasoline going down, it's still a dollar or more nationally than it was this time last year. But a month ago, it was a dollar seventy-five more. So that's why we saw the drop in the inflation number. So it's kind of trickery. A little, yeah, I was a just going to say, I don't mean to, you know, be a conspiracy uh, theorist or anything, but is that kind of manipulation of the numbers? Absolutely, it's manipulation of the numbers, which is all statistics, in my opinion. Any statistic can lead you to a conclusion that you want it to lead you to. Right. If you say you're the number one shoe seller in Washington State... That may be between people 14 and 15 years old on the days Tuesday and Thursday after 3.30. I mean, you can drill down the statistics to make it say anything you want it to say. The bottom line is, even though it's not as bad as it was last month year over year, it's still 8.5% higher year over year now than it was last year. And that's aggressive inflation in my opinion. And groceries are still going up and goods are still going up. Mm -hmm. And, you Mm -hmm. know, there's, we're seeing shrinkflation all over the place. Yep. Yep. The producer price index was released the next day Mm -hmm. and it was also a little cooler than expected. So that's great news. Things are getting a little less expensive. That's exciting. And let me tell you, that's good for mortgage interest rates because Mm -hmm. mortgage interest rates, biggest enemy is inflation. Okay. So things are trending. Interest rates are trending down, even though the Fed keeps raising the Fed fund rate. People are now saying maybe they shouldn't do another three quarters in September. 
because we don't want to go into a recession. Well, many say we're in a recession now. That's not for me to say, but many say that. Right. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. So there you go. That's my story about that. Okay. I like it. Yeah. I think it's informative, and I know we have listeners that listen specifically for that right. information. Uh, you know, I love it whenever I'm invited to talk to realtor organizations mm-hmm. about what's going on in the marketplace. So I did a report yesterday for Keller Williams in Washington State uh, in Spokane and Tri-Cities uh, for Erica Lalka, who we uh, have done business with forever and adore. Mm-hmm. So she asked me to put together some historical interest rate numbers. And uh, if you look at the last 20 years of interest rates, and I didn't know this before I did the research, today we are two full points better than the 20-year average of interest rates. Wow. We're in the fives, and the 20-year average is seven. Yeah, we'll see. That's a big deal. Yes. That's a big, big deal. And that's even though rates were kept artificially low Mm -hmm. thanks to COVID. You know, the Fed started trying to clear their books right before COVID hit. And said, quantitative easing is over. We're going to clear our mortgage-backed securities holdings. And then, wait a minute, worldwide pandemic? We can't do that. No, no. And they stopped. And so all of 20 and all of 21 rates were artificially low. In fact, by the end of 2021, rates were two and three quarters national average. Two and three quarters. Wow. And... Within a month and a half, they went from two and three quarters to four and a half. Yeah, that was crazy. Well, yes. It felt felt, um, a little panicky. Yes. And, and, you know, if you work anywhere in that industry. Right, as we do. you, You had to be really good at calming your clients and managing your own emotions so that you could help manage their emotions. And it wasn't just clients. It was your, my fellow realtors and your fellow lenders. And we spent a lot of time talking to a lot of different people within our industry and helping them Mm -hmm. just to have different perspective on the whole thing. And, and again, pull back that lens, look at it from a broader perspective and there's no need to panic. And, you know, things like you always say, if you're in a growth mindset, you're going to grow and all that kind of thing. That's, and and, the, and the trends don't impact you because you're growing. Right. Head down, doing the right things. Yeah. Once you get established in any industry, it's really easy to take your eyes off the ball of going to get new business. Really easy. Sure. So when there's a major market shift, mm-hmm. a lot of those people are stressed out and having a hard time and trying to figure out what to do. Yeah. And if you're a in leadership and you have a team like this, Mm -hmm. then it is a really good idea, just like Erica Lalka Mm -hmm. did to Mm -hmm. reach out to you to get some numbers. I mean, that was her way of helping her team through this transition. That's exactly right. You know, and I loved it that she was asking me to help out from the Envoy Mortgage perspective, Mm -hmm. not the Sherwood Austin Solutions perspective, because, you you know, it's easy to lose focus on which business I'm working. Right. And the answer is all of them. Yeah, they all they all go together. You know, so when when somebody says to me, "David, I'm a, I'm a, I don't know what to think about the radio show." My question is, "What do you mean you don't know what to think about the radio show?" Well, 
are you going to quit lending? The answer is no. I just opened a satellite branch of our Kennewick office here in Lafayette, Louisiana, and it is a satellite. I'm still talking to Dago and Miguel and Rob on a daily basis about loan files. All the same people work on the files. Right. And I'm still actively working loans in Washington as well. Correct. Right. So no, 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 no. Let's not confuse what I'm doing. What right. I'm doing is taking my unique talents and opportunity to another marketplace right. to be able to continue to grow the community, just like I did for 18 years doing loans in the Tri-Cities, right. just like I did before that for 15 years on the air in Louisiana, helping mm-hmm. helping grow listener bases and helping grow success for our clients right. Right. who bought time on the radio stations. That's what I'm going to be doing. And let me tell you something. Being able to talk about what's happening in financial markets on a daily basis on an FM and AM combo of radio stations, I got news for you. People are going to be much better informed than they are right now. And I agree with that. Additionally, you explain it in a way that is understandable. Where, uh, you know how when you work inside an industry, you kind of get so inside it, you forget that you need to explain things well to people. Yes. Right? And and they don't work in this every day. And it makes sense to you because you work inside it every day. Right. But you do a good job of explaining to people about the markets and how it all affects everything and mm-hmm. how it all works together, it integrates. And and I'm super excited about this radio program opportunity because we literally will be, I think, the only married couple on the <laughs> air in Louisiana with a business background doing a morning news talk show. Is there anyone anywhere that does that? Well, yes, there's that couple on Morning Joe where they got married and talked about it and blah, blah, blah. I don't know anything about that. I don't either. That's a national thing on like CNN, I think. I don't know. Oh, okay. I I don't know what it's on, but there are married couples, right? It's like old time radio. Let me tell you something. Ivy and Irene Robinson have KWCL in Oak Grove. Well, had. They've retired and sold the station. Ivy passed away. Um, But they were a husband and wife broadcast team. Team, oh, and they okay. were the mayor and uh, first lady of Oak Grove, Louisiana, essentially for right. years and years and years Aww. and years. And that was the radio station I looked at buying before I that's kind of cute closed the store and moved to the northwest. That was the radio station. Yeah. My, my then wife said to me, I don't want to be in the fanciest trailer in Oak Grove, Louisiana. Oh, that seems a little harsh. Well, she was what she was trying to say it is seems a little harsh about Oak Grove. Well, Oak Grove is kind of a small town in nowhere, Louisiana. And if you sneeze, you'll be in Arkansas. You know what I mean? Okay. And if you you blink and maybe not off a little behind the wheel going south, you're in Monroe. So it's kind of close to nothing. And she didn't want to be in such a rural environment. And that's fair. And let me tell you, I love that little town. The first time I went to Oak Grove to call on that radio station when I was both the news director and the affiliate relations director at the Louisiana Radio Network, I... uh, pull into town and it was like a ticker tape parade was going off because a celebrity was coming into town. That's how they treated me. And that's the magic of old time radio. Right. Nowhere else can you do that. 
anywhere. I, I can't think of it. And do you think that our current American culture is starving for that kind of connection? Well, let me tell you, yes is the answer. And I know this for a fact. Um, the National Association of Broadcasters did a study and people are leaving national news products by the droves looking hungering for local news products and the reason that's happening is because the biggest segment in the workforce right now is millennials mm -hmm. and they do not trust the polarizing uh media right you're either super far left or you're super far right in the media and a lot of that was was a trump thing the polarization the trump but I polarization think they're, right? they're exhausted by it they're yes. exhausted by the division and they love local news but they don't trust national news that's very interesting and we love millennials so that's we can't exactly wait right to grow that demographic that's exactly right you know when i got into radio at news radio capel in lafayette louisiana in 1992 Two, yeah, 1992. I went to work there for Ray Sutley. He was my program director. The news talk listener was mainly men over 25. So really 35 to 54 was the magic number then. Okay. You know what I mean? That is a great audience to be able to go sell sponsors on because those are people who are affluent and have money. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Here's what's different today. Millennials not only are highly educated, they have their first great job and they make more money than the people that came before them. So it's an exciting group of people to try mm -hmm. to attract while not chasing away news talk listeners who are right. 35 to 54. So and it's an exciting opportunity. Yeah, you seem really excited. I am really excited. It's nice to hear. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, you're, you're, you know, doing something that you love. Yes. Um, that's fun, I guess I should say, because you love everything you do, but it's fun for you. It's yeah. just nothing but fun. That's exactly what radio is for me. Mm -hmm. Fun. Yeah. I have never thought to myself in all the years that I was on the air, man, I wish I didn't have to go do a shift right now. Never. Yeah. And, you know, I have several friends who are lifers mm -hmm. in the Lafayette radio market, like Ed Perkins and Sean Murphy, uh, those people, Bernadette Lee, those people did it forever because it was fun. Yeah. They didn't do it forever because it made them rich. Right. Because yeah, I got news for you. Even though Lafayette's a top 100 market, nobody's getting rich being on the air. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah, so it has to be fun for it to make sense. And I think you have to, it's kind of like teachers. You have to love your community. That's exactly right. To do it. That's exactly right. Yeah. So to me, what a morning radio host should be is the biggest community cheerleader there is. Love that. That's what a morning radio host should be. Mm. We will have news brought in by a local TV station. We will have commentary on that news by us. Yeah, and I think that's where it's going to get interesting. Yes. Because you're the insider. Right. And I'm the outsider. Yes. And boy, we have unique perspectives that's exactly on things. Right. And, and it's really funny because we're just taking the last three years mm -hmm. of our communication 
right and moving it to the public well basically because we we sit and we dialogue about what's happening in the world all day every day that's exactly right you know and we ask questions and we kind of i don't know pick things apart and dig it down and look at it from lots of different perspectives. And well, what about this? And what about that? And I wonder why. And I want, and I think I'm hoping that will resonate with people and they'll realize it's really good to ask lots of questions about something when you hear it. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and to not make such maybe snap decisions about everything, but maybe step back and go, wait, well, let's see let's see what's going on here and let's let's just really kind of get some other perspectives. Sure. And the good news is, unlike the podcast, we won't have to have a question of the week like we do on our podcast because we'll have open phone lines. People can right. call the radio station and ask us questions, which I'm very excited about. And the reason you can't do that when you're doing a podcast is because they're not over the air. Yeah. So they're not happening at the time that people are listening Right. We could if it. we broadcasted it live if we and just, we had yeah. people... Facebook you know, Live is similar, I guess. There are different live platforms that you can do, but uh, yes. we just haven't chosen. To you can that. live stream, I guess, through stuff like StreamYard and all that. But, yeah. I, you know, you can go YouTube Live even. But yeah. lots of different ways to do it. But yeah, I'm because I'm a classically trained broadcast news person. Oh, classically trained. Literally. I can't wait to do it again yeah. in the mornings. And uh, wake up early in the morning next to you, and then go do do that. Yeah, at the it radio is early. Station. It is painfully early. That's exciting. Okay, we're running out of time. So, what is the question of the week? Yeah. So, the question that I got a few times this week, okay. um, because we're rolling through August, heading into September. Schools are starting up. Yes. And things are kind of moving, shifting into that next you know, part of the year, is it still a good time to buy and sell real estate? And I heard that from a few different people this week. Like, should I even bother? Wow. Should I even bother? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Because people, consumers start to think, oh, well, and, and let me tell you where they learned it. They learned it from their realtors who didn't know better. So stop saying this realtors. Consumers learned oh well school's starting so the season dies and now i should wait till spring Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and all of that is wrong wrong bad 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 advice it reminds me of when i 20 years ago was selling radio and i did some research to be able to go sell a a neighborhood a development in Mm -hmm. um saint francisville louisiana uh the bluffs i was the voice of the bluffs because i did sell it to them and they said to me david i don't think we should start our advertising post summer rush and i said what do you mean by that well you know we're building luxury houses and pools so why would we do it in the winter i did some quick research and there are two months where pools sell houses super quickly do you know what the top two months are i do but go ahead i don't want to ruin it for the june is the number two month the number one month for house sales with pools is december 
I couldn't believe it. So when I found that, they bought the package I was selling and we got right on the air. In fact, it's so funny that we're talking about that because I got a customer, a mortgage customer in the Tri-Cities who moved to the Tri-Cities to work at Energy Northwest. Mm -hmm. He had been working at the nuclear plant power station in St. Francisville. Oh, And he heard my commercial for the Bluffs, bought a house there. Listen to this. This is real. Bought a house there and lived there. And when he moved to the Tri-Cities, he was looking for a lender. And I called him on the phone because his realtor referred him into me. Stop it. And this is, I said to him, hey, I hear you're coming from Louisiana. And he says, that's exactly right. I said, you know, I used to do advertising for a small community in St. Francisville. He said, oh, my God, it's the bluffs, isn't it? And I said, yes. And he said, I bought my house after hearing your commercial and your voice hasn't changed at all. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, it was a good, good campaign. Live where you play. The Bluffs. That was a golf swing that I just did with my... Oh, I gotcha. I didn't know what it was. It sounded mouth. a little... Like a whip? Crazy. I don't, I didn't know, I don't know how to... And the sound effect of the golf swing hitting the golf ball. I gotcha. Okay, that makes... The Bluffs. That makes a lot more sense. <laughs> so, uh, that's, uh, it, now's, that's the now, question. The answer the is now's the perfect time to buy because houses only get more expensive. I saw a thing the other day online about marry the house but date the rate that's what one uh realtor stole from the internet and put on his social marketing i fully agree with that but here's the thing we can't continue to talk about interest rates as bad because they're historically not bad right what they are is not artificially low due to the federal government trying to make it more accessible to everyone to stimulate the economy. That's what they were doing because everything was down because of COVID. So the moral of the story is, if you need a home, you need a home. Do you Mm want to give 100% of the interest away to somebody that you're a renter to? Or do you want to pay a 5% interest rate and own a home? Next year, the house will be more expensive. Right, right. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. And my answer is, it depends. Okay. Tell and me more about realtor, that. every realtor everywhere just dropped whatever they were doing because they're mad at me now. Mm-hmm. It depends on what your goals are. Right. If it you- depends. Are you an investor? Are you looking for a home to live in? Are you relocating to a different state or city? Or, you know what I mean? Yes. It depends is the longer, more complicated we need more information to get to the answer you know the short answer is exactly what you said yes i'm going to tell you something right now real estate does not stop right i don't care what's going on in the world right i don't care what time of year it is i don't care if uh, it's christmas i don't i bought a house on christmas eve in fact and i paid over asking and I paid all my closing costs and because I wanted the damn house. Right. Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you, you, we bought this house on New Year's Eve. That's exactly right. I mean, you, real estate doesn't sleep. It just doesn't. And yes, it, that house will be more expensive next year. That, that is the facts. So the short answer is right now. 
Yes, yes, it's still a good time to buy and sell real estate. And the longer answer is it depends. And if you don't know for sure, call me. You heard it here first. This has been The Session with Londa and David, brought to you by Sherwood Austin Solutions each and every week. If your business needs a boost, call right now at 509-491-2663. That number again for Sherwood Austin Solutions is 509-491-2663. What a fun episode this has been. it was great. We've talked a lot more today about our lives and I think people are interested in Well, I think in that. the upcoming show, we're really excited. And, you know, if you don't like it, meh, don't listen. But we <laughs> hope that you do because, listen, my philosophy is if someone's excited about something, be excited with them. There you go. That's good. Be the biggest cheerleader in your community, and I guarantee people are going to think of you as kind. There you go. There you have it, and there it is. This has been the show. We will talk to you again next week.